Hi everyone, I just wanted to do a review on the movie West Side Story. So not the original one made in the 60s, but the more modern one made in 2021 and directed by Steven Spielberg. So needless to say, major spoiler alert, but uh, hopefully by the end of this review, uh, you'll understand why I think this movie is completely amazing. So in terms of a quick summary of the plot, basically the movie revolves around this, this romance between these two figures, Tony and Maria, who are on two opposite sides of this uh, battleground, basically, this turf war involving two rival gangs, the Jets and the Sharks, who are built around ethnic lines. And, you know, as per usual, I'm not going to do a sort of a comprehensive technical review of the film. So it's not reviewing the film from that perspective. But instead, um, the whole point of this particular video is to show you how uh, certain key parts of the film can provide a certain insight as to how to look at different aspects of the spiritual life. So I guess the first thing that comes to mind is that even though the movie was clearly made in 2021, it looks like an old film. And a lot of that has to do with the cinematography, right? So there's a certain kind of faded vintage look, which makes it look like that it's taken out of Time Magazine, right? And so again, it looks like an old movie, even though it's a new movie. And you know, even though I know there's a certain tendency to compare remakes unfavorably to the original film, I gotta say that, in my humble opinion, the new West Side Story is actually a better movie than the original West Side Story. Because the new film does this really amazing job of including certain key elements that you find and expect from the old film, while making the overall thing sort of more fresh and vibrant. And so, for example, there's this key scene with the two main leads, Tony and Maria, they meet for the first time at this dance. And Maria is wearing this, this white dress with a red belt in the same way that the original character from the original film wore that same kind of ensemble, if you will. And along the same lines, when it comes to that really famous musical number, America, where certain Puerto Rican characters are singing about their experience of living in America, again, that particular song kind of harkens back to the original film, right? It has the same energy and vibrance that you recall from, again, the original movie. But again, the overall film, in terms of the modern take of West Side Story, is just a lot better, right? Partially because Steven Spielberg himself, of course, is a master filmmaker. And so, for example, the overall narrative is a lot tighter, the dialogue is a lot more crisp, and just in general, there's a lot more memorable scenes, which are kind of indicative of Spielberg films. And, you know, I guess for myself, watching all of this, you know, this, this convergence between the old and the new, and, and seeing how the, the old is illuminated from this new perspective, it kind of reminded me about the work of the Holy Spirit. And so, as you probably know, the Holy Spirit is meant to serve a whole variety of different functions, right? So he's meant to console us, he's meant to encourage us, he's meant to strengthen us. But that said, a really important function of the Holy Spirit, if you will, is to also remind us, to bring to our memory certain key things from the past, and to look at these things in light of the, the light and, and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. And you know, I think for all of us, all of us without exception, we've all experienced this particular phenomenon playing out in the context of our own lives. And so, for example, think about how many times you're going about your life and you have a certain kind of key experience, which doesn't strike you as being all that important in the moment, but at the same time remains in your heart and remains in your mind. But then, of course, what eventually happens? When the time is right, when the key moment has arrived, the Holy Spirit brings this experience or brings the, the memory of this experience back to your recollection. And more to the point, it helps you to see this experience in light of, of the wisdom and illumination of the Holy Spirit. And again, this sort of thing happens to us all the time, even though we might not consciously recognize the role of the Holy Spirit in terms of bringing about this particular phenomenon. 
Now that said, I, I guess the reason why I bring this up is to not simply help you become aware of this particular phenomenon taking place in your life, but also to invite you to become more intentional in this regard. To be very intentional in terms of inviting the Holy Spirit to bring to your conscious attention memories of key experiences in your past, and again, more to the point, to invite the Holy Spirit explicitly and intentionally to see these things as God sees them. Okay, so that's kind of the first thing. But the second thing that comes to mind is this. When you watch the film, again, the modern remake of West Side Story, there's a lot of key scenes where certain key Puerto Rican characters are, are speaking, but even though they're speaking in Spanish, their language isn't really translated for people who don't speak Spanish, right? So there's no uh, subtitles as one might expect. But somehow it kind of works. And part of it certainly is Steven Spielberg's mastery of the medium of film. And so, for example, Spielberg obviously realizes that quite like live plays, film is not primarily dialogue-driven, right? And so it's meant to be such that when you watch the film, you can understand what's going on quite apart from what the people are actually saying, right? So watching their actions, watching their behavior, you should still be able to follow the basic plot. But you know, that said, I suspect that another key reason why subtitles weren't included in these various scenes is to kind of suggest to us something really important when it comes to living life. Name this idea that we don't need to understand everything that happens in our life, which again is a really key point when it comes to the spiritual life. Because you know, even right now, reflecting on your own experience, how many times have we told ourselves on some level, look, I can't give myself permission to, to live, to, to take one step, to even breathe, unless I have complete intellectual mastery uh, of my life and this particular situation that I'm in. But then, of course, if you actually have the wherewithal to stop and think about it, and perhaps more to the point, actually pray into your situation, what you realize in the vast majority of cases is that God actually doesn't invite you to understand every aspect of your life, but instead He invites you rather to let go, to trust, to, to surrender, to realize that the reason why you don't have to have an intellectual mastery of every aspect of your life is because God has got it covered. And more to the point, your mind, the human mind, is not meant to function like that. And I guess the thing I want to suggest to you now is that if you can have the courage and the wherewithal to, to live in this way, to live out of a stance of habitual trust and surrender, to give to God the things that He's supposed to handle such that I don't have to handle it, um, you'll realize in retrospect that that's a much easier way to live. You're able to focus, you're able to abide in the moment, you're able to simply enjoy life and receive it moment to moment. Okay, but that brings us to the end of the film. And I gotta admit that even though I had seen the original film many years before and had actually seen a live version of the play, I was still surprised by the ending. So I guess I, I remember having seen it as a child, but somehow I had forgotten about the ending. So I forgot that the ending is actually kind of tragic. And so basically how the movie ends is that Tony and Maria are about to escape from this troubled neighborhood and live their lives together when Tony is tragically shot and basically he, he dies, right? And so the movie ends with him being carried away while Maria kind of follows in mourning. But you know, quite honestly, even though, again, I was kind of shocked by the ending, at the same time, it was really provocative for me in a very positive sort of way. Because it reminded me of this essential point that regardless of who we are, regardless of how well we try to live our lives or, or do right by God, we will always end our lives in a state of incompletion. And so again, no matter how hard we tried, there will always be hopes and dreams and goals which are left unfulfilled, which kind of begs the question, what do we do about this? 
Well, you know, the example that comes to mind, one of the most memorable wake services I ever went to as a priest was conducted by my former spiritual director. And so basically he was the superior of a religious community and one of the priests in that community had died. And so he was basically giving the eulogy. And in the context of this eulogy, it's kind of interesting, even though he obviously cited key virtues, which the person who had died sort of embodied on some level, at the same time, he was very honest about this guy's faults. And so what he basically said was that even though this priest was obviously trying his best to go God's way, he died again in a state of incompletion. And so, for instance, as a really key example, I remember him speaking about this priest in terms of you know, him being brilliant, but at the same time being a bad communicator. And so, tragically, here's this guy who wanted to obviously bring the inside out to you know, put himself in a position where he could be seen and known and loved. But basically, because he was a poor communicator, he always felt like um, there was a lack of connection. There was a disconnect in terms of what he was trying to convey and how people were receiving his words, which left him feeling lonely. And you see, more to the point, the guy giving the eulogy basically said that this priest, this guy who struggled with this thing for basically his entire life, died again in a state of incompletion. And so he died feeling very much misunderstood and very much lonely, right? And so, again, it begs the question, like, what do you do when you kind of bump up against your own sense of limitation in light of the finality of human life? Well, in a certain sense, the great challenge for all of us is to remember that at the end of the day, Jesus Christ is the great wild card in life who more than makes up for our shortcomings. And so again, even though all of us will die in a state of incompletion with our various, again, goals and desires and dreams left largely unfulfilled, we got to trust and believe that Jesus Christ, who of course is the way, the truth, and life, will make all things new in the fullness of time. And so therefore, for that reason alone, things are okay. And therefore, I can be content to die simply being a human being with weaknesses and frailties and limitations. Okay, one more thing, and I'll kind of end with this. And so as I sort of alluded to at the outset, the remake of West Side Story by Steven Spielberg, it's absolutely brilliant. It's absolutely amazing. And so you should definitely go see it. Now that said, as I'm recording this, I'm very aware of the fact that the movie isn't really doing that well in the box office. So a lot of people would classify it as a box office failure, which doesn't take away from the fact that it's a brilliant movie. But you know, even that speaks of something really important and essential when it comes to the spiritual life. Namely, this idea that we ourselves can be wholly pleasing to the Lord, quite dependent from the realm of public opinion or public recognition. Because the reality is that in the vast majority of cases, our small but meaningful efforts to do right by the Lord, to live good and virtuous lives, will go largely unnoticed by the greater populace, perhaps even at the moment of our death. But you see, at the same time, the thing for all of us to remember in these moments of isolation and personal darkness is that the Lord sees. The Lord sees. He understands. And more to the point, He really appreciates even the slightest effort to go His way. The slightest effort to become another Christ in this world. And may God bless you all.